0: I think what's most important is making sure that your title pops. You have to be very aware that most people are listening to podcasts on their phones. And so making sure that the title of it pops. If there's room for a tagline, throw it on there. If not, there's no need to do that. So first and foremost, making sure that your title really brings to life what the podcast is all about.
1: This is the Pod On Podcast. We're your host, TJ Bonaventura. That's me. And Julian Lewis. That's me. As founders of a podcast media company, we had to start a podcast. So join us each episode as we and our guests drop knowledge on podcasting for you, the curious and scrappy podcaster. Here we are. Another episode of the Pod On Podcast. He's Julian. I'm TJ. Together, we're Studio Pod, the dynamic duo, the best since Lewis and Clark. That's right. Welcome back to our curious and scrappy podcasters. We have an exciting episode today. One of Julian's favorites, I think.
0: It's a bold statement, but with the Lewis and Clark reference, I feel like I need to do a little bit of research. I assume that I'm Lewis because it's my last name, but like, should we do some research on who they are before we just claim that?
1: All I know is like one was more of a woodsman who could like guide, and one was more of like a politician. So, We'll let the the listeners decide who is who based off of our voices. Sounds perfect.
0: So what are we talking about today, TJ?
1: Julian, this is supposed to be your favorite episode. You should know this. But to refresh your memory, we're going to be talking about cover art. Does it really matter? What should be going into your thoughts around cover art? So let's just jump right in. Julian, for our audience out there, why should they care about their cover art? TJ, if you're walking
0: in a store and you're looking for a new bottle of wine like how do you know if the wine's good you know some people are just attracted to the labels if you're in a bookstore i know they say don't judge a book by its cover but like if it we has some it. bunk we
1: all do it if it yeah if it has a
0: bunk cover art you're not going to be like yeah i'm definitely going to read that over the one that has a good one right and so i think it's so important because it's like your first introduction to the podcast and what the topic is so I think cover art is extremely important. And the reason why it's one of my favorites is because I like to pretend I'm creative and I love to put together different cover arts, which I've done some for some of our shows.
1: First of all, you are creative. Don't sell yourself short. Like, I think you have a very, very good design eye and you love the different types of capabilities that cover art allows you to bring out that creative juice, if you will. So cover art, I mean, one thing we we see a lot of our clients get bogged down on this issue, right? Because they're like, first of all, like, How big does it need to be? How clear does it need to be? How many colors should get involved? Do I have a picture of myself? Do I put like a certain amount of text on? So what are the things that they need to know, Julian, from the very outset, like what's the bare minimum you need to have to submit a approved cover art for a podcast?
0: Yeah. I mean, if we want to get tactical, you know, size wise, you need a square image and, you know, just pulling up specs from Apple anywhere from 1400 by 1400 to 3000 by 3000. But in all reality, you should also know what you cannot have. The image cannot be blurry, can't have explicit language. You can't have like a placeholder image, and you can't add anything that says Apple anything on it, or you'll definitely get rejected. But I think what's most important is making sure that your title pops. You have to be very aware that most people are listening to podcasts on their phones. And so it's a small... Little square image on your phone. And so you want to make sure that it pops. And so making sure that the title of it pops. If there's room for a tagline, throw it on there. If not, then there's no need to do that because you have your show description that's going to do that. So first and foremost, title front and center and making sure that your title really brings to life what the podcast is all about.
1: Yeah. So maybe we talk a little bit about that because I want to talk about like what is too much noise how do you know when there's too much going on with your cover art? And I think the title is a big part of that. So for our audience out there, and you want to have a good title, maybe you want to have a subtitle with it, but maybe you don't include all of it on the cover art.
0: Exactly that. So like we have a couple podcasts where just throw out some examples, you know, From Woke to Work, the anti-racist journey. That seems long, but the designer who created that did such a great job of making the From Woke to Work pop. So you're like, okay, I have a basic idea of what this is about. And then when you read the, the line below that, it says the anti-racist journey. And then you're like, okay, so this is about going from being aware to actually doing the work. Like you can get that from the title and that's going to entice you. If you have, in the example of Bride to Have Been, we have Bride to Have Been podcast, and I will admit that there is a lot of text on that. However, the idea was that it's mimicking a bridal magazine. Right. So people are used to seeing that type of content and it really doesn't matter what it says on there, but it just gives that look and feel. So it's okay to do it in that. But the important things that you want people to know, make sure that those things pop and those are front and center.
1: Now, what about colors and images? This is something where oftentimes we have clients who want to create a lot of different images, you know, maybe put some photos of themselves in, like go really splashy with the cover art and, and really making it over stand out if that makes sense. So talk about that look and feel again when you tie that in with the title so one of
0: the things that i love to do is i love to go to apple or spotify and search for that general topic that the podcast is about and really understand what's already out there and making sure that from a color standpoint you have something different than the other things that pop up when you look for that particular topic and then when it comes to the imagery if you're trying to build your brand and you want to be front and center with all your material, I think it's perfectly fine to have your photo on there. On our cover art, it's TJ and myself, right? We are Studio Pod, as TJ mentioned, we are that dynamic duo. And so we wanna make sure that people know, like, these are the dudes behind it, they're real humans, but we're using this podcast as a means to educate the curious and scrappy podcaster with the hopes that we might be able to work with them to help them with their business. So I think in those instances, you want to make sure that like, you do have your face there or your name is prominent, hosted by so-and-so. Also, if you're a brand and you're creating a branded podcast, making sure that your logo, especially if it's a recognized brand, is prominent on the cover art as well. So people know that, oh, okay, this sounds like a cool podcast because of the title and, and what the tagline is. But, oh, this is coming from this brand. And I like this brand. I have an affinity for this brand. So I'm
1: going to listen to it just because and give them an opportunity. That's a great point, too, because this is something that we've talked with a lot of our clients about in terms of, you know, we've gotten some pushback like, hey, I don't want to put the StudioPod logo on my cover art. Well, if you're going to work with a production company or if you're going to be joining a network, this is usually pretty much an industry standard, unless, of course, you have negotiated that within your contract. So, all of those different individuals out there who want to create their own show and like really protective of their cover art, just know that is part of an industry standard agreement. Now, one thing that's a tactic that we've seen often, and a couple of our clients do it, is creating new cover art for different episodes right? Or even for different seasons. Talk a little bit about that and the benefit of doing why would I have a different cover art for different episodes?
0: If you have a podcast where you are interviewing guests, and especially if it's a prominent guest that people have an affinity to by name and they recognize them by face as well, then Maybe you want to update your cover art every week to have a picture of you and them on there or just them on there so that when people see like, oh, you have this person on your podcast, I can see them. Let me update it. I think the one thing to understand, though, is that it's going to take a while for you to build your template, but it's also extra work that you have to do each week. So just be cognizant of your time. If you have the bandwidth or you have a team supporting you, then definitely you can lean into that. But it's not something that you absolutely need to have. But it definitely is something that can do wonders. And I know, TJ, you have a couple of examples of podcasts that do it well, and rightfully so.
1: Yeah, yeah, I do. So one of our clients, One Hour Intern, is a a great show hosted by Will Brigger. We've talked about them before on the show. Go check out their different episodes and what their cover art looks like. The one thing that you're going to notice is like the text and the feel is going to be consistent with every episode in regards to the cover art. But the one thing they do like to include is a an image of their guest for that show. So this is really powerful because it is you're giving you know a look and a feel of what you're trying to convey from a podcast perspective, what the listener should expect and whose voice they're going to be hearing because a lot of people may not recognize this particular guest and they want to know what they look like. Now, that does get a little bit more difficult and challenging because one, it's going to take a lot of effort to do so. you got to ask the guest for a... A headshot, sometimes a headshot isn't great. You got to crop that and put that into the cover art. You know, this takes actually a lot of production effort. This is something that StudioPod can do for our clients. Another example that I really like is Dissect. It's one of my absolute favorite podcasts. What they do is that they create a different piece of cover art for each season. Dissect is a show where they essentially dissect an album of the creator's choosing. So they mimic the color scheme of the album and just keep it static for that six to eight episodes. They don't include images, but they do just make sure the look and feel is similar to the album of what they're going to be reviewing on that season. How I built this, they change it up every episode, but they still have the look and feel from whoever that designer is. Armchair Expert, hosted by Dax Shepard, same thing. They have the look and feel, but they also include an image of that guest. So that way, everyone who's going to be listening will have a, an idea of what this person looks like.
0: Yeah. And, and TJ, you hit on the point. So if you, are going to be using an image of an individual every time, you want to make sure that they have a high-res image. Because if you're overlaying you know, layers within Photoshop, if they send you a black and white, and then you overlay your typical textures, it's going to look very different than the rest of your things. And so it is a bigger ask. But that's another reason why, to go back to a early, early episode of batch recording, After you record with that person or even before, ask them for a bio, ask them for a headshot so you can start to do that work well in advance because you don't want to wait until the week of your episode and realize like, ooh, I can't actually use this image. Or if you do have a prominent enough guest, search the web, do Google images and say like, hey, I found this photo. I think it'd be great for our cover art. Can we use it? And just be proactive in in that regard.
1: Yeah, and the one thing I do want to mention here is You don't have to have something different for every episode or every season. It is totally fine to develop a cover art that you're happy with, something that you are going to be proud of that other people are going to see, that you're going to promote among all your different mediums to get your show out there, whether it's LinkedIn, email, whatever it may be. Just really enjoy what your cover art is. And you can always change it. That's the greatest thing. It is dynamic. So if you want to change your cover art two seasons in, two days in, whatever it may be, it will absolutely reflect all the past episodes as well. So that's kind of a nice feature that you, you can do with podcasting.
0: Yeah, the last thing that I will say is, you know, we've hit on it a couple of times in a couple of different ways, how these different shows have templates. So it's very clear that, yes, it looks different from one episode to the next for the people who do it in that regard, but it's very clear that it follows the same Guidelines, even if, you know, with one hour intern, they have different colors, but it's within a general color scheme and they all go together. The one thing that I don't like is when I go to listen to a podcast and I see a cover art for that particular episode, I'm just like, wait, where did this come from? It just like doesn't, it's not cohesive with everything else. And that could be. A frustration for some people, maybe not everybody, but at least try to make it cohesive and within a template.
1: Awesome. So, if anyone wants any more tips and tricks in regards to cover art, please feel free to reach out to Julian or myself, info at StudioPodSF.com, or the website is StudioPodSF.com. We recently came out with a starter pack that will help anybody, whether you Are from an organization or whether you're an individual trying to start their podcast, we want to help you launch it. That includes an education session and four fully produced episodes. So if you want more information about that, please reach out to us on social, at our website, or our email that I just listed out. Pod On. Every episode of the Pod On podcast is produced and edited by Studio Pod Media. For more information about our work and our clients, go to studiopodsf.com. Shout out to Gary Oakland for the fire track. Gary-o!